0: (laughs) Welcome to Death Metal The last and final Black Metal Edition If you tuned into YouTube then right now you can see that me and Buddy are dressed in coarse paint. What's your black metal identity, Buddy? Mine? Yeah. My base. Mine's a faggot stabber. <laughs> oh, mine's. It's perfect. Mine's grim,
1: cold, bung tongue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when it's cold
1: and it's bung,
0: the tongue will chow it. <laughs> Man, we've been talking about eating ass for like 10 minutes on YouTube. Yeah. Well, hey guys, welcome to the show, man. Woo, we're excited. Uh, This is episode number three, the end of black metal. So, welcome back into the void with Christopher Pierce and Bucky Lloyd. You'll know the uh, last couple episodes we've been down a road where they burn churches they uh, stabbed a gay guy for hitting on him and being gay, <laughs> and then uh, we did. We did the entire '90s history, you know, from Norway, and we got a lot of feedback. A lot of we did. great feedback. Oh, uh, uh, I want to give Buddy and our producer Mark a big congrats on hitting ten thousand listens. What about that? Why are you want to give me one? You were part of this as much as I was. Because I'm talking right now. You want me to congratulate myself? Yeah, congratulate your fucking self. All this. right, yeah, good for all of us. We did we it. We are Satanists, <laughs> that's what <laughs> we do. Yeah, we just basically chaos magic to this whole podcast. <laughs> just Here's what's going to happen. Here's when it's going to happen. We're going to make a manifestation of all of our ideas. Moose. Goose. But, dude, I heard... Um, Social media has been wild. I I, I thank every single one of you who sent me a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I got so many. I've been trying to pick through them as best as I can. Uh, Keep in mind, I got a full-time job, kids, uh, hobbies, which is this, and I get to them. You know, I try to. So if I haven't gotten back to you yet, rest assured I will. Uh, Really, really uh, motivates me to do a good job on the podcast. Really makes me feel good about putting the podcast out. So, Everyone that sends me, I mean, I've heard over and over again. I really relate to you guys. I just feel like I'm hanging out with my friends, and that's what we're trying to do. You know, that's the uh, <laughs> same thing for me, man. Full time job,
1: kids, future wife. It's, I mean, it's it's crazy shit, man. And we're we're so thankful, man. You guys are checking in to the point where we had to put some fucking coarse paint on.
0: Yeah, we wanted to and finish it to, out
1: right. I had to have my favorite meal before we came here.
0: Period. Pussy. Yum. <laughs> I uh, tr I tried to get the uh, the Odin's Raven on my face. Like, 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 here's the tail and the wings and the uh, old hey, Beagaru.
1: Um, does him I mean, I don't know if we should go into this right now, but I think I've been saying something about like if you guys leave a leave a five star review and then you roast us on the on iTunes. Yeah. I was going to give you guys a a candle holder
0: that I made I you have know. been offering that
1: jawbones
0: and look your buddy's got the candle holder i want
1: to offer this to you guys on halloween on our halloween episode we're going to give this away for sure but anybody that's in this room i would like to know if anybody's a lighter mark <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean anybody <laughs> <laughs> neither one
0: of us smoke. we only smoke butts yeah i smoke a hefty butt boy you do man I mean, you put a pig rump in a smoker, or you put some big old fucking squish rump in my mouth smoker. Yeah, man. Bung fucking tug. Oh, yeah. Is that like your reefer closet? <laughs> Is that where you just went? Yeah.
1: Because
0: uh, wow. you got a lighter out of a closet. I've never seen that before. Unless you, you got like an altar of reefer in there? <laughs> I never looked around, man. You keep it all closed up. Before we light this,
1: we must send our eternal vows to the devil.
0: Satan, Satan. Satan Satan, 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 It is lit. Oh, it's not lit, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, if you uh, want to see what we're doing and not just hear about it, make sure you check us out on YouTube. Give us a, uh, like I said, keep the messages coming on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Keep adding us. That uh, shit feels great, man. Appreciate you following us. Uh, while you're out there throwing out the likes, make sure you find Professional Pirate Media. Um, Mark is our producer, he does a great job recording this every week Getting the video on YouTube, sending the content in for us to uh, post on to iTunes and all that So Mark's an integral component of this podcast and his page is Professional Pirate Media So give him a like, he's got a great podcast too called The Flagship If you guys uh, like an interview style podcast, that's a good one to listen to The, The one he did last week is with these two musicians from... Our town and the one guy, Adam Fawcett is a, uh, I don't know if I call him like alt country or Americana or whatever. He hates both those terms. So yeah. both, uh, but you know, that's not my preferred genre, but I've, I've listened to it that last there, the two records that he has, I've listened to him a bunch. They're really good. He's a good lyricist and he's hilarious. And Mark, he is
1: fucking super
0: funny. Next level he's just like, funny, uh, man. he's like legally blind and his eyes have that thing where they just like kind of float around everywhere and he's he just lives hard. He lives hard. He, he lives parties. Hard. And he's he not going to make it, it to fucking 40, dude. hopefully not because the legacy will live on so strong. I think that's his money move, you know what I'm saying? You always if you after this episode tonight, uh hopefully our friend Adam Fawcett listens and when we talk about somebody sacrificing themselves to Satan, th- listen to that, buddy. That might help you manifest your catalog unto the world. Oh man! So getting into episode three, I don't want to recap everything. I just want you to go back and listen to the first two, and we don't have to explain it all because we've gone through the whole black circle. Uh, we've we've gone through it all. So the death metal boys <laughs> are about to school you on some other lesser known crimes. Some of them knew. A couple of them were around the same time as that in a different area. Mainly one. I told you we we're gonna talk about the National Socialist Black Metal. And we've got what I would consider to be the most well-known of that genre in our storyboard here tonight, and I'm excited to get into it. So I think a great place to pick this thing up at is where we left off with number one Doric Supreme himself, Varg Vikernes, and his current life situation. Now, we told you in episode two a little bit that he had a role-playing game, didn't we? Mayfrog? Yeah, we did. I really looked into it and trust me, it's fucking hilarious. He's got, he, what he did is he's got a whole world that the way that, so I don't play Dungeons and Dragons, but I had to read the rules and look at how the game goes. So I could understand more of what Varg's got going on from what I understand is you have this fucking book and out of the book, you basically follow a storyline, you make your own character and then you roll dice to uh, get your like your statistics, which uh, I hope I'm fucking this up, because let me tell you something. I had a couple of black metal nerds come at me. Dungeons and Dragons nerds, I feel like it probably up the ante. What do you think? For sure. What do you think's a stronger nerd? A European black metal nerd or a Dungeons and Dragons nerd? Or are they the same? Oh, man, that's a hard one to call. (laughs) I'm going to
1: say European, dude, because Europeans are way more
0: fucking serious. Have you heard European
1: humor before? It's not that fucking funny.
0: No, I haven't heard European humor before. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, dude. uh, Honestly, I expected to have tons of blowback off of the research that we did yeah blowback i only had a couple of things and i actually liked it too because uh th- the dude told me like not to name him and, and give him any praise or whatever which i won't <laughs> i'll just say he's in the band Tane. yeah which is a great band so it a, i don't think it's helping him out for me to say anything about it uh, i'll skip his name and what he does and all that but he uh he kind of came after us pretty hard and i you know and i understand it uh, because i if you're european and you like you're kind of more in the centralized location. And it sounded to me like he had been in that scene even at the time that those things were going on. So the way that you're going to take that news in, and also people that have, like, followed black metal their whole life. You know, I was a fucking hardcore kid, and then I realized that metal's way better, like, later in life. And I, you know, American Death Metal, yeah. Like, I can really... But well, you're from Florida, so that's kind of where... Well, I spent time there, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm the opposite, man. I think metal, like, I got into Metallica, when, like, around fourth grade, and then uh, then I found punk, and then I came back to metal again, and I've always loved punk, but, man, let me tell you, I, black metal, of all the genres we talk about, I know we're death metal dicks, but black metal is very
0: important to me. It's It's... Well, well, let me tell you, someone out there thinks you're a poser. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That's the way it works, though. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I don't give if, a fuck. if it wasn't for this, it wouldn't be good black metal still coming out. So I'm fine with it. And like I said, it was yeah. only a couple. Yeah, I expected to be like, hated on because I saw um, last podcast on the left was getting tons of shit for what they had going on. But hey, man, they chose to basically only do Lords of Chaos, and that's... Uh, Hotly contested all the way around by everyone involved. But I'll say this, the research that we get here in America, even as someone, I would consider myself in the know, metal-wise, and I really worked to pick what I felt like was the most middle-of-the-road. You know, I would read, like, two or three accounts of the same thing, and then from that, try to deduce, like, this is probably what actually happened. Everyone involved in this wanted to sell records or they wanted to get more famous, or they wanted to sell a book, or they wanted to make a documentary. All those components are where you have to think about. So anyone that's trying to profit off of this story, somewhere along the lines of them getting the story to where the money is, it has to get twisted for them to make it more interesting, to make it a vehicle. So every single thing in this, and fucking really everything, it gets twisted around a little bit, and you have to decide what the truth is, and that's what I did. And I'm a hundred percent sure that we've been wrong in certain areas, and I say yeah. that every podcast. If I was a professional, that means I would be making money off of researching.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> also not. the same point, man. Like, um, there's people that reach out to us that are serious about this subject. They know that we're we're not necessarily serious, but we're trying to give a pure, like, you know, we're trying to give an analytical. Uh, subject matter to this, but like, be serious about it to an extent to where it's still funny, but it's serious. Like to me, black metal is the most spirituality I get out
0: of life. Well, yeah, and and uh, that's a good point because what I what a lot of this podcast goal is is to get people who don't necessarily think they like metal to like metal, you know. And that's we're just bridging a gap through being funny and talking about true crime openly. And if we can convince you to enjoy. Black metal or death metal Through these topics That's what we're trying to do So a lot of what we're trying to do with black metal Is to bring people on board With that And so we probably didn't do a great job in the first two episodes And that's what we're going to try to do in this episode Is uh, we're going to give people a bunch of our suggestions On bands to listen to And we're going to give you some more fun stories From the netherworld of the Nazareth And Beelzebub And Azazel And Leviathan
1: yeah, we want we want you guys to know that this subject matter is, is very serious to some people. And we're not trying to discredit them in any way because black metal is very serious to some. I don't take anything seriously. Black metal is something I take seriously. I mean. Unfortunately, unfortunately it serious is. Serious
0: how? Because <laughs> I know you. <laughs> you does not serious about anything. When I jack off. Yeah. I think about Lucifer. Uh, well, that's how you get your goals accomplished, buddy. We talk about that all the time. you got to get that jism going towards a positive direction. If you want to use chaos magic to manifest your will upon the world, you got to put that cum on something. I've put it on a goat skull before. <laughs> I meant like a promise. <laughs> I did. I made a promise. <laughs> to the devil. Oh, me too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. All uh, right. The Varg update is where we're at. So this game, Mayfrog, Dungeons & Dragons. That's what happened is I started thinking about Dungeons & Dragons nerds getting mad about the way I explain the Dungeons & Dragons. So you roll the dice to get your strengths and weaknesses. But I'm pretty sure the books have, like, suggestions on what you're supposed to be doing. So if I was like, I want to be a retarded vampire that can only live off of infant cum... Then someone would take the Dungeons & Dragons book and be like, there's not one of those things in here. So you're going to have to pick or choose one part of that and tag it on to this particular character. And I would say, no, I'm leaving because this game sucks and I just want to think about drinking infant cum. But Varg's, ga- <laughs> Varg's game is the same premise. Infant
1: cum is clear. But
0: like all of the... <laughs> <laughs> you remember the first time you jerked off and it came out clear? Yeah. That was so terrifying, dude. I'll tell you exactly what happened to me, is that uh, my grandparents would go to church on Sunday night, and I'd be alone, and Sex in the City came on, and it was like when Sex in the City first came out, so it was a lot more sex and a lot less city, and I was sitting there, and I got all boned up, which had been happening all the time, but you just didn't know what to do with it, per se, and like, uh, I was kind of frustrated with the scenario, because it ached, you know? So I hit it with the remote, and when I hit it, I was like, oh... And then I hit it again. <laughs> yeah. It was like, whoa. And then I just started smacking the hell out of it with a remote. And I did it until I fucking shot. And it was just this, like, little clear dribble. And I thought I'd peed. And I it, like, went a little bit on the couch. And I was like, I just pissed on the couch. And I touched it. And it was all sticky. And I was like, no! <laughs> what is this? They're going to find this fucking goop and think that. I Dude, how did. fucked
1: up would it be, like, you know, like, Gorilla Glue? What? You know, it's all clear and shit. <laughs> yeah. What if they're just whacking off fucking preteen kids and making Gorilla Glue? <laughs> Dude. The next
0: underground mystery. Uh, oh, crap. <laughs> but Varg's game is, like, the same rule set. But if you imagine you have, like, good characters and bad characters... And in Dungeons & Dragons, all the good characters are probably, like, people who help other people and fight shit like orcs. Um, Varg has got a series of good, which is just big white guys. And then everything else is a fucking Jew. (laughs) So it's just you and the Jew. And you want to be on Team You and smash the... That's really... And he has got expansion packs. And the expansion packs are, like, if you've run the gamut of smashing jews on team varg and you thirst for more he's got another adventure that you can go on with your friends where in which you take on more pretend jews
1: <laughs> we should have just fucking made a whole podcast of us playing that shit yeah
0: but i don't want to play it it's so ridiculous and it looks like it takes so long i watched the guy's review video Woo, we like Varg has it posted on his website as like one of the reviews, and it's like a youth minister looking dude in his forties, and he's just sitting there. And I've never heard anyone put an iPhone in selfie mode, like away from them, pointing at them. I've never heard someone's breath from there to there. You can hear the inside of this guy's lungs gasping for air because all of his fucking body's energy has gone into, like, hand-painting miniatures. So he's just like, Can you play Varg's game with miniatures? Well, the main question is, Can you... Hate Jews any more than I do when I paint miniatures? Thanks, Fair Corn Dogs. <laughs> Dude, this guy has got to be... And he wasn't even that fat. He just has, like, a respiratory... He has awake apnea. He has apnea when he's awake because he's so unhealthy and playing dice games all fucking day. And here's another question I have for that crowd is, don't you have to have a group of friends to play these fucking role-playing games with? Is it possible to play Mayfrog or Dungeons & Dragons by yourself? Because the people I saw reviewing unless they all sent they got to do it online that's got to be what it is right there's got to be a community much like how we put on course painting
1: dude you got a listen, camera you want to you mean to blow your fucking mind right yeah. now yeah
0: you're not wrong
1: because today I went to the doctor yeah I have severe ADHD I had to go every month I got to go talk to the doctor or whatever he was telling me that there's a kid that he was talking to that has this thing set up where he it does kind of like a podcast thing for Dungeons and Dragons, but he also schedules events. People pay him ten bucks an hour
0: to play Dungeons and Dragons with him, but they jerk off. I mean, yeah, for sure. You would never pay for anything else on the internet, but coming. Yeah, I mean, if you're that's pay- what the entire foundation of commerce is, Congress, commerce commerce i don't know what that is congress too probably who's jacking off kids in secret with tons of money it's me well sir it's good that you're from the fourth district because we can vote you into office and now you will be congregated with everyone else who's trying to jerk off kids on the low that has tons of cash thanks that's
1: what government is right they're dynast pigs
0: anyway (laughs) varg's game is absurd uh mayfrog if you listen to this and you like playing it please tell me why I would love to know. Yeah. I don't understand Dungeons & Dragons. It's not something I have a problem with. I used to play the fuck out of Magic the Gathering until, like, 7th grade. I never played it. It was a ton of fun, dude. I mean, you're just... It's a fast-action fucking card game that you play with your friends. And uh, I would pick an all-black deck. And the black is like the swamp, so it looks the most grim of all And I would fucking play Magic all the time with a couple of my friends. It was a ton of fun. But Dungeons & Dragons looks way more involved. Like, you have to use your imagination. Magic, you're just, like, using cards that have the shit already on them. So, whatever. Point being, explain it to me if you like it. Uh, So, after VAR got out of prison, is what I want to talk about. While he was in... So, we were talking about how easy a European prison is. Like I missed a couple of things. Missed I, Not so much missed them. They just weren't integral to that part of the story. Number one... He was allowed outside visits, which granted him access to, like, leaving the prison. Fucking... He had three goddamn kids while in prison. Wow. Can he do that in America? Yeah. Conjugal vid- visits.
1: You just fuck in a trailer.
0: They got a fucking trailer?
1: The, yeah, dude. They got trailers that you can fuck in, dude. And then you just... <laughs> Like you can't, work? you can't leave the property, but you can
0: fucking them, dude. And all, so what you're saying is that every inmate can qualify to have sex in a trailer? No, it depends on the state. Okay. But do you know more about this? Cause want to know,
1: man. I just pretty much everything I've ever seen is all locked
0: up. Oh, and I've never seen a locked up with conjugal visits. Yeah. There's a couple. So do you have to be married or can it just be someone?
1: It could be like, if you have a pin pal. And is that like, like once a week? I don't know. That's... It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I no but, like, basically, you could have a pin-pound, like, hey, I want to get married. And then you're just well, fucking boned. That to sounds tone. awesome. Okay. Yeah, let's go to prison, dude.
0: But I'm imagine, ready. also, you don't have to deal with the normal rigors of American prison. You have, like, your own apartment. And then, also, you can just leave the property to go fuck and make kids? Yeah, man. And you can cook on the stove. And he had tons of money, so he was having a good time. But, yeah, anyway, man. he took... So, I guess he was, like... I mean, I'm probably gonna bone this story because you were loosely telling me about it. I vaguely remember he stole a, a a staff member of the prison's car. Right. I don't know
1: if it was a staff member. This was in 2003. Right.
0: Where he basically he was
1: out on a visit. Yes. And I, didn't I, report back. I, I would say that he. I mean, I'm sure somebody will correct this, but he stole a car. I'm not sure if it's a staff, but All he right. went on escape. Yeah. So you know the maximum prison sentence is 21 years in Norway. Yeah. So I don't know if like I mean you can't add anything onto it. Yeah, probably not. They just didn't tack any on. So I mean, he just fucking stole a car and <laughs> partied. I don't know if he partied, dude. He just went to fuck town.
0: It's the only. That's what I like about Vark, dude. Is like ridiculous. Yes, like. Poor worldview, the wrong ideals on how to treat people. His ideology is bullshit. That's all bad, but when it comes down to being with the shit, Var goes for it. He believes. He ain't afraid of nothing, He believes in everything he says. He's out there wilding out. You don't just escape prison. (laughs) He's just out there wilding out. I've mentioned before, dude, his YouTube is fucking next level. I watched probably 40 varg videos there's a lot that's more than i'll ever need again in my life i got them all out of the way but dude the way that he sees he's like his own buzzfeed reporter he like he like it's always varg and uh he's generally driving his car or like out working in a fucking field and i love it because you can always see him like putting the camera down and fumbling with the camera he's just like oh they talk a lot about the Varg of veganism and when they say all the things, they say things like, uh, Is Varg the neo Nazi? Well, we can find this out today. And what Varg, and he said, He refers to himself all the time. He's just like, You know, well, the things that I would do is for my. When I look at my wife, and she's 20, much younger than Varg, and Varg knows he's on the adventure. Who I follows along, the Varg. He just refers to himself. And he like said, like, You know, you read a BuzzFeed article. And it's like uh, the top ten reasons why Varg's a fucking dork. You won't believe number eight. He like sets himself up like that. He's like. Number one's he's still a dork. (laughs) Number eight's he's still a dork that makes a role playing game.
1: Not only that, he is a role playing game. But, dude, there's a video of his kids. His fucking kids. Three of them. Three of them. They're practicing Viking sword fighting. Oh, I've seen it. With shields and fucking.
0: Dude. Let me ask this. What qualifies Varg to teach Viking swordsmanship? Well,
1: um, <laughs> uh, you know, most of the time you have to be a black belt. I think it's the opposite with Viking martial arts. You have to be a black belt. And you have to work yourself up to white. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! You
0: gotta get that purity in there. But, but where, I mean, where did he? Where was he sorting? <laughs> like when? Did, when did physicality come into the mix for Varg, dude? Who taught Varg how to use a sword? Prison. You think there's... Yeah, they probably are using fucking... Because they, they just have read all the time. You know, he's, person, like,
1: dude. he's like, this is how you draw it. This is how you fucking take somebody down. This is how you take your shield and you cut somebody's head off with it.
0: Dude, here, here's what's probably going to happen is that we, we've we been picking up so much steam with this goofy shit. He's probably going to listen to this shit and be like, Hello. Can Varg Vikernes wield a sword? You will find out today. <laughs> if you watch Varga in this video, Now look can my children play with swords? Excuse yourself. Will you listen to Philisome? Sure.
1: Because you know what I have for you. I will show you my butt. And he spreads his butthole, dude, and he draws a sword out of it.
0: Yeah. That'd be so awesome. That'd be the best way to conceal a sword. No one would ever see it coming. No, man. You just hold him. Cause it's so sharp, <laughs> it's gonna be hard to hold that boy.
1: You you fucking sheath it into your butthole. It goes into your dick. So you look, and you get a hard dick and everything. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> your, yeah, dick's yeah. The, your dicks your dicks the sheath. Right. Yeah. The fucking butthole's the beginning of the sheath.
0: So it's just like basically you're gonna train your asshole up, or that's what you're training. It's like you're not training on how to use <laughs> the sword. You're training on how to conceal the sword. So for years, you gotta callous up your asshole strong enough to withstand the strength of a sword. So when you wield this hefty blade into your asshole, you've built up such a... You've actually turned the inside of your hole and dick into a sheath. So basically... You leathered
1: it up. You leathered your hole. To become... Go from black belt, which is... And Vikings love making leather. Black belt is the beginning... Okay. The beginning martial art. That's when your That's the beginning. <laughs> so white belt is whenever you could do 21 years and let people fuck your butthole. Yeah. And then you fucking just, dude, you, you let people hammer the hell out oh, of Oh, those it.
0: dudes were just... You, those, let them, you
1: let them fucking lather up some mink yeah. oil on their fucking dicks and they just start
0: shoving it in and you're like, here we go. I'm going to be a white belt. I always feel like the end result of Satanism is generally getting fucked in the ass. Like Crowley, Euronymous, all these guys were always like... We've been pushing the envelope out here. Pushing. (laughs) (laughs) We're showing the world we're pure evil. But you know what's more evil than this? Another man. Fucking me in the ass. I don't know, man. That was Crowley's whole genre. That's literally what he did. Every single incantation, it's like, why isn't this working, Alistair? Oh, well, that is because no one has fucked my ass yet. So, continuously, he would have rituals and seances, and when people were like, I don't believe, he'd be like, well, it's a good thing I brought my lube because you're coming in me, and then it's happening.
1: That's because he. And then if
0: you fuck Aleister Crowley, you got to believe in a ghost. There's no way you're going to Well, he's back. doing the
1: fucking. I don't think he's letting people fuck him. Mm, yes, he is. In the butt? Oh, yeah. That's
0: hot. <laughs> That's his whole fucking move, baby. Uh, but, yeah, these guys are the same way. So, I'm, dude, I'm sure Arg was taking so much, like national hate front cock in prison. You know what I mean? Just for evil. That's such an easy way to be like, no, 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 no. Look, I'm not doing this for enjoyment, but this is anti-Christianity right here. It's me taking a pagan up my hole. (laughs) Uh, uh, So Varg and his wife, um, once he gets out, because they had three kids always in prison, they moved to France in 2010. His wife's name is Marie Cachet. Uh, And they moved to a small uh, area, and apparently France got word from Norway, like, hey, one of our nation's top offenders that we basically consider terrorists, well, you're just going to go at that vodka with nothing else around? I hate to pause, but uh, this is why you should watch our YouTube, because my man Lloyd here just chugged probably three and a half ounces of vodka. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sight to see with corpse paint on. Uh, So... Var gets arrested in France because they had been monitoring his online activity ever since he got there because, you know, uh, in prison, he was allowed access to a computer and he built his entire ideology, which we talked about last week. So he had tons of followers in uh, black metal scenes and also in far right scenes, like how people, uh, (laughs) how people, uh. We're into just being, like, his whole white separatist thing attracted people far and wide. You know what I mean? It did. So, his internet activity was monitored by French police. Um In Norway, there was a terrorist attack. This guy named Andres Brevik killed 77 fucking people, which was the largest terrorist attack Norway's ever seen. Norway hadn't even really seen a terrorist attack up until that point, like, before this happened... Varg and them were the biggest fucking terrorist crime organization they had ever seen. Just some dork teenagers that were into Dungeons & Dragons, the music. This guy... So, Norway... I might fuck this up. I'm pretty sure Norway had entirely closed borders. They didn't allow any immigration into their country. And even today, Norway's got like the largest amount of private pension funds. So I was telling everybody that you get, like, a basic income there. And, it's you know, your retirement's insane. Like, once you retire, you're done working, you put in your time, you're well taken care of for the rest of your life. So their pension, what, what's after trillion? Like, quadrillion? I think I'm making that up anyway, but whatever. Uh, the, the, that's how much, they have, like, one quadrillion dollars in the fucking bank for pensions. So, uh... You know they don't have that money by like letting other people in their country to use it, you know what I'm saying, so this dude Andres Brevik was a far right guy he he was super against feminism, which is a weird thing to have a stand against in like Norway, but he thought that feminism was like the cause of the whole thing, bringing down the country and uh all right,'m fucking big old math Chris over here uh quadrillion is the correct term. we've been announced that by our producer. Nice, thanks, Mark. And uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was—he thought that feminism was bringing the country down, and then especially Islamic. Anyone that was of a re- Islamic religion or their country had Islam in it. He didn't want them coming into the country, and that you know they're against Christianity, like obviously, Varg and them are against any sort of organized religion coming in and taking over. But you know what's funny about white power guys. This is I've seen this time and time again where they obviously are enemies with the Islamic. They don't like the Islamics but they you know what they do like about the Islamic culture buddy? What's that? that they hate Jews common enemies. so they'll they'll work with the Islamics on eradicating the Jews. So anyway this guy um, Andres Brevik, he went to a uh, workers youth. A Workers Youth League camp Which I think is like a uh, socialist thing Where you get a group of like Foreign kids and they're trying to show them How to have job skills and shit like that He fucking makes a van bomb Parks it, detonates it And then once he detonates it He's waiting for people to run away from the scene He's got a high powered rifle and a couple of pistols And just starts firing on everybody He killed 8 people with the van bomb And then he shot 69 fucking people So he killed 77 in total And after that He sent his manifesto to, like, 600 different people. And and he he sent 1,500 copies of it out to 600 different people. It just so happened that Varg was one of those people. And he was a big fan of what Varg had done before. The guy had stupid fucking social media presence where he had gone on and on about how good the fucking black metal boys were. And I don't think he was into black metal. But he appreciated the crime. He was, like, an anti-religion... Or he was a Christian guy, which is funny that he liked that. So Varg you know, rips into him. As soon as Varg gets the manifesto and he reads over it, he called the guy a Christian loser. And, uh, um, it's important to
1: note too. Like, um, if you're, if you are a devout Satanist for the most part, um, whether you worship yourself or you actually are a monotheist and that you worship Satan, that, that predates Christianity into the Mesopotamian era of things where, um, you know, Lucifer's the light bearer. That that Lucifer predates Christianity, period. I don't give a shit what anybody says, whatever theology they say. Well no,
0: if you're a theistic Satanist, you believe that God and Lucifer were at the same time. They both existed. Some people
1: believe that Lucifer was actually the father of Jesus Christ. That they that he that he just turned against him. There's some yeah. people that believe that. I don't necessarily believe that. But Yeah. I want people to understand this like what we're talking about is Abrahamic re- religion, where there's Jewish whether it's Muslim, whether it's Christianity, it's the same fucking shit, period. Sure. Bunch of made-up fucking bullshit where yeah. people are able to control government, whatever. Absolutely. That's not what we believe.
0: No. Satan is about freedom. Freedom, period. Freedom! Freedom! Uh So, yeah, he sends Varga's manifesto. vargas reads over it and gets super pissed off. And then because they've been monitoring Varga's online activity... Varg thought that when this happened, it was going to kick off some sort of race war. So Varg sends his wife to buy four high-powered rifles, or maybe not, several high-powered rifles. She goes to buy them. The police follow her back, and they raid the compound and arrest her, and they arrest Varg. And my favorite part of the whole thing is that a police officer was on record saying this of Varg. Well, he seemed normal other than he liked to dress in military clothes and listen to gothic music. Oh, my God. (laughs) How well does that describe Varg? He's just out there in fatigues and his goofy fucking hats fucking. the beautiful people. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Yeah. But just imagine Varg with, like, all that teen angst, like, hiding Marilyn Manson shirts in his locker some moment. I mean, he he influenced a lot of people, man. There's a
1: guy that actually contacted us within the last couple days. His name is Mike Presley. He, he has a different Instagram name, but um, he introduced me to a documentary on Finnish Black Metal where they discuss NSBM, National Social <laughs> Black Metal, where they talk about, like, you know, basically white power shit yeah. or whatever. But, I mean, Varg is a root cause of any NSBM.
0: Yeah, no, he is the uh, he's the original. He's a torchbearer. And, you know, again, what makes me, what bothers me about the whole, um, not the whole NSBM movement, but, like, the the pagan Back to our roots movement is that uh, really at the end of the day, as somebody, I mean, he's a, I would consider Varga historian. He yeah, knows his shit. He's smart man. But the Vikings were not. I mean, they're were. I wouldn't say where they went wrong, but that's how you got like Russians is that they bred with the Mongols. Like they yeah. they weren't uh, they in, weren't they in, were the only way that Vikings were separatists is like I said before their number one goal as a as a tribe was just to have a giant cleared out area you know you were the hardest of the hard if there was nobody around you but they weren't like I mean I'm not I hate to misspeak but I don't feel like in all the history I've gotten on Vikings which is a lot because it's always been interesting to me and uh Dan Carlin's hardcore history does a great episode on yeah. on the the crossbreeding and, and what happened with the Vikings turning into the Visigoths and the eventual penmanship of the New Testament which we already went over, But that required them to branch out and intermingle with other races of people. So that doesn't add up to me that that doesn't seem where everything went wrong. You know, I don't I don't see the Vikings. I mean, back then, when you didn't have any way to know what was going on with the rest of the world, you probably didn't think in your brain like, well, if I see people of a different race, I know I'm superior. So I will ignore them or hate them or burn them. Now they would get they they just w- ward and that's it you know, but trying to threaten to bring that culture back for that reason, all Varg was doing was having a selfish cause of being an important figure in white nationalist movement, but he didn't want to be associated with the people that were already doing it because that would diminish his ego because he would be falling in line with somebody else.
1: Basically, I, this is what I think. Any type of fucking pride towards a race. Um, I think it has to do with war, for the most part, that predates even modern civilization. Yeah, I think that, like, um, the idea of, of white nationalism has to do with Aryan shit. So, like, they think it was this ancient people that maybe there's some, I mean, I don't even know for a fact. I mean, because it's not, it's a fucking, it's a fucking uh, conspiracy. But they think that, like, maybe white people had mated with extraterrestrial life forms and therefore (laughs) they're fucking this and that and that they're, they're more magical than these people yeah, and that Asians are on that par because they're more alien than the actual white people are. I mean, it's it's fucking
0: retarded. There's so much stupid shit out there. The internet's only made it worse, (laughs) but it's stupid. Uh, man, you know, NSB, NSBM bothers me on many levels. Uh, but yeah, so far when he got arrested, for that. They charged him with hate speech. They wanted to hold him in custody because they thought that Varg essentially gave that guy the command to go out and carry the attack out, which didn't happen at all, obviously. The guy just sent Varg a manifesto. So he was cleared all those charges, but that put I mean, again, this is a guy that's a Charles Manson figure in Europe. You know, if you want to grab if you want to get attention, you you do something with Varg. So him just being picked up and arrested. Then every fucking newspaper in France can run a story about how neo-Nazi Varg, ex-black metal terrorist from Norway that's taking refugee in France, is once again up to his bullshit and and is going to bring a racial apocalypse to France. And that's just what it is, is them making up headlines and pulling shit out of their ass. Not that I like Varg, he's a fucking dingus. If you don't believe me, watch here, if you want to take a challenge, if you want to do a death Metal Dicks challenge, I challenge you to watch five Varg videos post prison release and get back to me on what you think about Varg. If you think he's a cool guy, watch five. watch five, watch them all front to back and then hit me up and let me know where you stand on old Varg and he's how he's only he's only cool,
1: he's he only cool because of the
0: first four albums he's released. <laughs> yeah, but that's like but that's it. he's so There's... far removed from that shit. It's like uh, I, I don't even
1: think he's removed from it. I mean, there's plenty of people that enjoy this shit. There's a lot of interesting I love
0: that music, but I'm saying, like, he's... Okay, so I, I love the first three Metallica albums. What about the rest, buddy?
1: They suck. Yeah, it's yeah, the same
0: thing. Varg's other albums are eat dick. It's like a neo-folk... I have no idea what he's saying, but I always assume... And in the forest, the elves still rise. It turns out the elves were all Jews on the inside. Give me the power. Give me the ring. Take off
1: your pants. It's time to suck the ding. (laughs)
0: Lord of
1: the ding. Show me your ring. He's like a fucking white power fucking Captain Planet, dude. Think about it. You put the rings on. Yeah. You fucking gain the power.
0: Yeah. You fuck him in the ass. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> um, speaking of NSBM, have you heard of the band Absurd? Yes, I have. They're absurd. They're absurd. So around the same time everything was going on in Norway, like 1992, a bunch of kids in Germany got together and formed a band called Absurd. Now, Serbs, terrible. It's not it's a good band. It doesn't terrible. sound what you would want black metal to sound like.
1: Listen, I, I mean, I'm not even standing <laughs> up for S B M, but, dude, there are some S B M bands that are great. Dude, they're they, As
0: far as musically, they're fucking awesome. Yeah, Pesta... Pesa... Pesa Nore. Pesa I don't speak... Noir. It's French, so I assume it's like, Pesa Noir. And then uh, um, Gra- Satanic Graven, War- Satanic Warmaster, Satanic Graven, Warmaster, Destroyer Six
1: Six Six. I think you're talking about. Um, oh fuck, man! What's the name of the band?
0: No, Destroyer Six
1: Six Six. Are dude. they a fucking white
0: power band? I mean, definitely I, been accused of it. I don't know what they are. It,
1: that Marduk was accused of, but they're not. Yeah, um, well, I
0: think this. I think that. It, I think it, at the very least, I'm fairly certain I remember reading an article. Where the dude had been accused of it, and he was like, "Fuck yeah, man! The fucking guy from Destroyer might even have like a swastika tattoo or something." But he's just doing the extreme image thing. Maybe I don't fucking know. I shouldn't Um, speak out of turn. uh, I really feel like that they are. I feel like they're definitely lumped into that somewhere. Goat Moon, Oh, Yeah, there, but they're dude. They're that band. They're so good, but they're fucking. Hey, get get in the mic, man.
1: I am. Hold on. (laughs) Suck a fucking butt.
0: Do your job, which is sucking butt. But treat the mic like butt. Get your fucking face on the hole. Uh, but yeah, sir, dude, they came out and their whole thing was they were also anti-Christian. But then they You're were talking n- about
1: Graveland. That's Graveland, even, not Graven. Yeah, Graveland's a great band, too.
0: Yeah.
1: Even though they're fucking Nazis.
0: Yeah, I mean, what can you do? And hey, let, let's be real right now. Obviously, neither of us approve of any of that bullshit. No, I don't. It's a bad climate to do it because it's, you know, racism has resurfaced its head, whatever. Look, we as People in extreme metal, we really choose to step away from that entire world and escape into our shit, you know? Originally,
1: we're punk dudes, you know? I like, First I mean, I
0: care a little bit about politics and I tried real hard to care about politics for a couple of years, but at the end of the day, you know, I want to get away from it. I want to listen yeah. to metal in my room in the dark. I, you know, I want to fucking write jokes and and do podcasts. Really don't give a fuck about politics no. right now. And all the everything going on, is, it's all unfortunate, but, you know, I'm pretty far removed. And if that's a fucking detriment and you don't like that, then sorry about that. I know it's important for the world and everything. No, I'm not giving any side a free pass, but I'm tired of people talking about punching people that don't fight. I'm tired of the whole thing. I'm just fucking sick of hearing about the same shit over and over again. Nazis, not Nazis, Nazi, Nazi, ah, Nazi. Dude,
1: Nazi. I'm 100% like, put your fucking Nazi in the face. Dude. Yeah, I mean, go ahead,
0: but just shut the fuck up
1: about Even it. Even though it's been um, like...
0: But yeah, but the, 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 point being is that it's bad timing to be to be talking about the uh the nsbm but it's important to bring out because it's a huge part of black metal and absurd they were on the ship before varg i don't know if varg heard them or vice versa i mean he obviously had radical ideas and was, or maybe not maybe they didn't even hear you know it would be insane if they just lived and doing the same shit in opposite worlds but They did real similar shit. I mean, they're nihilistic, they're nationalistic, they're pagan, they're in Germany, so it's a very sensitive country there when it comes to being, but there's a huge fucking crowd of those people still around, because especially where the actual Nazis were, you know, people that want to hang on to tradition and have pride in where they grew up in, that is the tradition and the pride that they grew up in, so a lot of people didn't step away from that and... Unfortunately for people that like extreme music, that's always a place to escape to and build your little scene behind. And this ties into crazy American white power shit. This shit yeah. goes to the tippity top. Uh, of the. They were kids. They were 17. We had Hendrik Mobus. It's the O with the two dots above it. How do you pronounce that?
1: I don't fucking know. I don't give a fuck. Molly
0: Cruz style. Yeah, Hendrick Mobus. Ma- Sebastian Savazel. And uh, they were the first two members and then Andreas Kirtner, it was the third member to join the band after they started playing together already. 1993 um, there's a kid named Sandro Baer. He's 15. Uh, he knew the band and he knew that the guy Sebastian was having an affair with a married woman like an adult married woman And plus the band was around and they were not they were basically openly being you know nationalistic in the sense of national socialist Nazi shit. So they were getting a fierce reputation around because again, in Germany, that is actually shocking. You know, yeah. when you have like some guy in a Nazi armband getting fucking punched on world star hip hop, that doesn't shock me. No. If I lived in Germany where we're only, you know, 50 years removed from Nazis, almost taken over the world. Then seeing a band of 17 year old kids coming out, like being Nazis, that that's a little shocking to me. Yeah. If I'm in that culture, so he's talking to people about that, and he's telling people that this guy is boning in this marriage check. Well, that guy can't have that because again, their laws are stricter, and if the and it's illegal to be a Nazi. Like if you, it's breaking the law to Sieg Heil in in Germany. Fucking good. Still, man. yeah. Well, the cold again. Again, the climate's way different there because they yeah. dealt with that problem. So you know you can't go around Sieg Heil, and you can't openly be a Nazi in Germany because they had that problem before.
1: Wait, uh, hold on. Let me tell you this much, man. If you're listening to this podcast and you're a racist fucking piece of shit, dude, I I don't want your fucking... I don't want anything to do with you. Don't fucking message me. Don't message Chris. We don't like that shit. We don't like
0: it. Yeah, I think we made that clear.
1: I mean, I just want to make it even more. (laughs) Yeah. I fucking hate fucking white power. hate that shit. Yeah,
0: or any culture trying to take superiority to another one. I mean, we're really just people trying to fucking make it by. If you have... If you go to work, or even if you're rich... There's ups and downs to life. It doesn't matter who you are. A good way. If you to- listen to Eric Badu and you don't think that's good music,
1: you're a piece of shit. I don't think that's good music. You're a piece of shit. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck would I listen to Erica Badu? That's beautiful. You listen to that? I love it, dude. When? Forever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God damn it, oh man So, (laughs) alright So, uh, 1993, this kid Sebastian Bayer, he's going around He's telling everybody that Sebastian's been having an affair With a married woman And uh, they can't have that shit So these guys, once again, they're caught in the trap Of doing a whole lot of talking Man, they're talking all types of shit We're Nazis, we're with this shit We're gonna bring this culture back We're gonna do it violently and swiftly Through the power of black metal and they end up calling this kid over, convincing him to come to a meeting. They make him think that he's going to join their band because they assume that's like the type of thing that the kid wants. That's why he's talking shit. Stupid fucking kid comes over. They're all three waiting for him. They sit him down and they take an electrical cord behind him and fucking strangle him to death with an electric cord. Yeah. And this is 17-year-olds strangling a 15-year-old to death. Uh. That's so wild to me. And all through this whole thing, everyone's been kids. <laughs> we haven't... Varg's an adult now and goofier than ever. But when he was a kid, like, when he was burning churches, that motherfucker was, like, 18. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, one of my favorite things about this is uh, Kirchner. Um, right after the kid died, everyone reported that he said, Oh, shit, I've completely ruined my life. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. killed somebody. Yeah, you fuck. That's the whole point of laws. <laughs> you can't do that. As it turns out, once again, European prison rings true, and they get out of jail pretty, pretty quick. Um, Hendrik Mobus, he kept the band going in prison, and there was some type of rule in jail where they had to change the name, so he changed it to Inketten, also known as In Chains, which is before Allison changed. Who mm. sucks. Alison Chain sucks. Yeah, come on, dude. They suck. Alison Chain sucks. I don't like that. Yeah. Why are you out here riding for Erica Badu and Alison Chains tonight? <laughs> <laughs> You're drunk enough to like fucking radio rock right now. No, I'm not. Hey, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, fucking angry ass. Yeah,
1: so so would you say that? Would you say absurd is better than fucking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a tough question. That's a tough question. Now dude. that
0: depends. Do I want to look cool in front of a bunch of black metalers, or do I want to be honest? Because yeah, Allison Chain is way better than absurd. For a fact, I'll say this: if I, if I am in a car and uh, like the radio's on and Allison Chain comes on, I won't switch it right away, like I would if like Power Man Five Thousand came on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the worst thing. Uh, but yeah, they're calling this band In Chains. So, European prisons. If we really feel like we have to kill somebody one day, we gotta go to Europe, baby. Because they recorded a live album in prison. Have you ever seen that movie, Airheads? Yeah. What are these motherfuckers, the Lone Rangers? Yeah. How do you record a live album in prison? How do you record a live white power album in prison? Explain it to me. I don't know, but it's. <laughs> it fucking it happened. And in addition, not only did they record a white power, horrible live album in prison. Like, the Lone Rangers ripped. Yeah, they did. Degenerated. I wrote that song for you, baby. Uh, that's not your song, you dork. What, <laughs> how does this song, it's like, I wrote up on a Saturday night. Hey, on a to read. Hey, John to write. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're gonna know he's so cute. Well, yeah, I mean, they they, they fucking Lone Ranger did it. What if that's what Lone Rangers is based on, is Absurd, playing a fucking prison album?
1: Man, that, I'm gonna watch that tonight, just because that's basically a whole
0: new meaning of life
1: for me, dude. Absurd
0: has got a... Big old set of nards on them. It's, they took that record that they recorded. Are they
1: spraying fucking prison guards down with fucking pepper sauce and water? And a no, fucking no, no, gun, no. Dude? That's a
0: good move, though. I, we, I love Airheads. I can talk about it all night. That's my favorite. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Well, I don't know. Not my favorite. Little Nicky's way cooler than Airheads. They're, people people hate Little Nicky too. It's fucking hilarious. They're tied, dude. They're tied. Yeah. They're tied. I like them all. They all got their merits. Popeye's? I love Popeye's. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, um, so here's what they did with that record. This is why they have giant nuts. So that kid they killed, the cover of the record is his fucking grave. They took the picture of his grave, and then on the inside of the album, it says... uh, i got to go back and find his name, or some fucking black metal dork's going to get on to me. Um, On the inside, it says, Here lies Sendro Byers. Killed by a horde. Absurd. <laughs> That's so insane, dude. Jesus Christ. Man, all the murders in this are just, they're hilarious. Like, it's, every single one of them. It's like, a, it's like if you could get King Diamond to write the murder that you did, it's all of these. They killed him and made him a cover. Uh, so, once they get out of jail, it doesn't even take Mobus a year. He shows up at a concert and fucking starts Sieg Heilung everywhere, which, again, is legal in Germany. So now he's violated. illegal legal or illegal? Illegal in Germany. Okay. He, I said once. Anyway, he's violated his parole. So he knows he's going to go to jail. When you, apparently, when you violate your parole, you have to finish out the rest of your sentence. So they got let go within six years because they were kids. They were 17 when they did it. They just fucking hung out, recorded albums, fucking took over rock radio stations, spoke the word of David Lee Roth. Got out of jail, Sieg Heil, and then he ran over to America. He found some fucking dork, pagan, white nationalists, came over here and started hanging out with them. Now, this is where this story goes from like, holy shit, these nerds really killed a guy and put all the evidence that they went to jail for six years for onto an album. When he gets to America... This guy ends up hooking up and staying with William Pierce. Now, William Pierce is a huge figure in white power culture. He is like, he was a physicist by trade. He fucking wrote the Turner Diaries and the book Hunter, what which is a sequel to the Turner Diaries under the name Andrew McDonald. Have you ever fucked with the Turner Diaries before?
1: I've heard of it, dude. I, you dude know, I've only heard of man, it through the History Channel. Boy,
0: it's the biggest piece of shit book of all it's like uh it's so
1: funny dude because like if you think about white power dudes are super intelligent it's like the guy was a physicist uh, right and,
0: and intelligence a rough word dude because like is. just because you memorize enough shit to be a physicist hey remember a what, physicist A physicist. <laughs> <laughs> just remember but just because you did that doesn't mean you're like intelligent because you also think that like white people are the supreme race <laughs> i mean so stupid dude but the fucking Turner Diaries is a it. i I've read this shit before. It's a piece of shit. Like, R.L. R. Stein on his worst day is a way better author than this fucking nerd.
1: I mean, it's. I've read it's, every single R.L. Stein book that there is, except for the newer shit. He's pretty Goosebumps, good. Goosebumps, dude. It's,
0: he's pretty good.
1: Goosebumps was the fucking future for me when I had fucking STDs, which I've never had. But
0: Remember I, when you had an STD scare, dude? <laughs> Go ahead, mump that dude Because
1: that was the most terrifying I've ever been in my oh, life Oh yeah, that was a good time And I, I,
0: I brought that terror Unto you <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was the same day that we were in a hotel room that we didn't pay for, and you fucking front flip from bed <laughs> to bed and put a hole in the wall. Oh yeah, and then stole fucking shit for
0: drywall and loaves. Yeah, Lowe's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Chicago Illinois, what the fuck is up? Yeah, in Chicago. Oh, and when I patched that hole up, it looked like shit. It looked like a lung. <laughs> <laughs> you would open the door, it would breathe. And, dude, there was just, there, <laughs> remember, remember there was dust everywhere? So he we went and got a bunch of powdered donuts and just threw them all over the room yeah, so dude. it wouldn't look like there was drywall I dust I had everywhere. Herpes,
1: man. I thought I had herpes. <laughs> I skipped it.
0: I didn't get it. Yeah, that was a fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I mean, I heard that the girl that you were boning at the time had herpes, so I had to tell you. You did have to tell me. <laughs> I heard after a
1: friend, a friend of ours that was supposed to be our friend, but he re- <laughs> he really is our friend, but he's dude, not. He's
0: a true chaotic evil.
1: He really is, man. He's fucking awesome. I love that dude. He's black metal <laughs> as fuck. He basically <sighs> just
0: fucking hooked me up with a nasty fucking. Let's. I wouldn't even put it out here like this. Here's not? the bottom line, because man, people are gonna <laughs> man, it's, it's people are gonna hear it. And uh, anyway, here's the bottom line. We got a friend that we love. And, to uh, death I love that motherfucker He told us that somebody That Buddy had been boning Had herpes And we told Buddy about it And you got furious And terrified And I loved it uh, Yeah <laughs> Anyway so uh I
1: thought my dick was gonna look Like a hot dog with bugs. Now the turn
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man I just remember you being like But I wanna fuck again <laughs> It's like, dude, dude. you definitely can fuck again, bro. It's all right. It's okay, man. Yeah, my dong was okay. So many people
1: have herpes. And my dick is smooth. Smooth as as jazz. jazz. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: So, (laughs) the Turner Diaries. Anyway, so the book that this nerd wrote, the Turner Diaries, it's like erotic fiction for white power people, like... The story is all about these guys who carry out a terrorist attack on American soil. And it's based on this group who are, like, robbing banks and really, like, planning to ramp up. Basically, it's what activated Timothy McVeigh to do the Oklahoma City bombings. But the book fucking sucks dick. It's about this fucking couple that's in the woods, and they're all stranded alone. And it's, like, nine dudes and one girl. And, like, three or four of the guys get a to fucking turn with a girl. So when it's, like, supposed to be activating your brain to take it, on a race war and ignite the country in flames, they should probably skip the part where it's like, and she was coming out of the shower all dripping wet, and he came along, and consent didn't matter one bit at all. So we it was knew like we white pro- power. <laughs> it
1: was a white power gang fuck.
0: Yeah, god damn, it's a bad book. And then Hunter's a the sequel, and this is the type of shit that just activates Hunter. people like Timothy McVeigh. Pussy fucking tears. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hunter. I mean, the thing is, is once again, like, white culture does not involve sex. Like, you can't be white power and steadily having sex. That's a big problem with American History X, is that dude is pounding that hot girl from the craft. That would never happen to somebody with a swastika tattoo on their chest. They do not have sex, and if they do, it's nothing you would ever want to see. You don't want to watch people that engage in white power procreate. It's disgusting. They're horrible, unkempt, slobbish Mountain Dew guzzling fucking Wormwood people.
1: It's weird, because Straight Edge is like, I hate fucking white power shit, but basically, curb stomping is the idealistic fucking thing for drug dealers. What the fuck That's was just the name the of that uh, shit? What was oh, that shit? yeah, it's
0: like, curb stomp your local drug dealer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. The seventh Dagger? That's just all fucking, uh, all of that shit is just American History Act shit. That's it. That's where it all came from. All right, so... <laughs> The problem Skip a here's, here's here's the biggest problem with Mobus uh, while he's in America. Apparently, he's super fucking annoying, and he's like, they've got a ton of money, like be, because oh yeah, they apparently right. They're in Germany. Well, uh, yeah, okay. He's definitely fucking annoying. I mean, he's like into paganism and dumb shit, and he won't shut the fuck up so much so that another pagan, another neo, uh, this guy described himself as a neo-Nazi pagan occultist. He called the goddamn cops on the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you know what i'm all for bettering the white race and we gotta get this guy back to germany as soon as possible so he calls up the u.s marshals and uh him some sent back over there the guy tried to file for sanctuary but everyone was like you the nazi who skipped on fucking your probation charges of sieg heiling after you got out of prison for murdering a guy no you're gonna go back and deal with this shit so he gets sent back to prison and and he's going to have to serve out his three years for murder that he had to finish on the 10-year the term that he got paroled on. And on top of that, this judge is like, hey, 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 I saw that album cover, son. I saw you seek Highland, son. So guess what? That's another 26 months. So he got two more years on top of that. He ended up staying in prison from 2001 until 2007 on that shit. So eat my ass, absurd and white power culture. You lose. But apparently that guy is out of prison now. And he's fucking got a record label that's got a storefront in Germany somewhere that's still fucking around and kicking. it's called uh, Darker Than Black Records, which doesn't make sense. I know what it
1: is. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Sure.
0: But he's got a fucking store. He's making money. He's probably making more money than we are. But apparently, Absurd made a ton of money because they were like Nazi shit in Germany. God damn it. So stupid, dude. That reminds me. Please give us... Reviews on iTunes Please <laughs> Just, uh Just click the 5 star thing If you want to roast us We're going to give away the Sweet Candle Holder This is a midway plug in the podcast Just uh, man the the 5 stars helps Because the uh, we've been out for 6 weeks So Apple's got a new and noteworthy section Now noteworthy Apple apparently has to pick your podcast to put it on there Well as you know we have a penis on our cover And we're called Death Metal There's no way that Apple's going to handpick us to be one of their featured podcasts. But within eight weeks, if you're just banging in reviews, dude, they'll put you in new. So we got two weeks left. If you can get us in there, man, you are bringing metal to the mainstream. Listen,
1: like the the amount of work I put in just this candle holder is retarded because there is still fucking gore. It looks cool as hell. There's still gore guts. Guts. I had to fucking... Boil it to get the rest of flesh off this shit. Soak it in fucking peroxide water. Yeah. Just to clean it, man.
0: Yeah. Well, if you can't see on YouTube, it's beautiful. We'll take a picture of it and post it up. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we're going to give it away to whoever makes fun of us the meanest. If you roast us... It's yours. You win the As contest. long as you leave a five-star review. Well, yeah, we need the five stars. If you're just going to be a
1: cunt, you're not getting shit. Hey, anyway,
0: wait, I mean, wait, wait. 10,000 listeners, man, we appreciate the hell of that. Just keep that going. Uh, <laughs> tune in every week, but if we can get the five stars, woo! Uh, let's move on to... I think the way you say this is stalag. It's like S-T-L-A-G-G-H or S-T-A-A. Uh, the G-H is for Global Holocaust, and stalag was like apparently some Nazi insane asylum unit or some shit. Yeah. Anyway... There's, they, no one knows who they are. Apparently they're black metal musicians is why this gets lumped into black metal. I mean, someone knows who they are, but most people
1: say this it's not good, dude. It's good because it's, yeah. it's f- creepy. It's creepy.
0: Yeah, no. It's so the guy, apparently one of the guys worked in an insane asylum. So he had the in track on some, uh, asylum patients. What they did was they would kidnap asylum patients And they would take him into this abandoned area of the insane asylum and record the patient screaming. So if you listen to this, it sounds fucking terrible. (laughs) It's just a bunch of, "Ah! Ah! Ah!" I mean, literally, that's exactly what it sounds like. It's just crazy people in a room screaming. But they, they, there's like an hour long record and supposedly in the middle of it you can hear like an altercation. Allegedly, the mystery of what happened is that they kidnapped this dude who had murdered people and he was in the insane asylum still because he couldn't stop what he called a homicidal urge. And when they tried to get him out of there to take him back to the insane asylum, he fucking wigged out and tried to kill the guy and of course it was all recording the whole time so they just blended that in with the other screaming bullshit that they have on this record is it true probably not if it is whoa if it's not good on them for making uh folklore like this good enough to sell literally the worst thing i've ever listened to now if you have a haunted house that's probably a good thing to play in there because it's just a bunch of crazy ass screams. Yeah, it's fucking nuts it's dude. just screams I, they sound I, real desperate and shit. I've listened
1: to it, and I don't dislike it, but it, only because... It's you don't so, like that.
0: It doesn't... Shut it, up, Erica Badu. You're going to try to tell me you listen to some sultry-ass lady talking about... Well, will I take the incense and I rub it on 103 pounds and... And then that right there, you're you, going to take that off, that, and then you're going to
1: go, Chris, what you just did was the best thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> uh, good. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, don't listen to Stalog if you would like your ears. Buddy is just edgy enough to love it. I love it. Alright, let's talk about another fucking murder. um, Look, this happened in Thailand, Bangkok to be exact, so all the names, I'm gonna get wrong. I don't know how to say this shit. I don't want to know how to say this shit. I'm gonna try my best. Are you ready to bear with that? Sure. Samong Trey Satha. He's the singer of Thai black metal band Surrender of Divinity. He was found by his wife in a pool of his own blood on January eighth, two thousand fourteen. Apparently what happened is that Samong and this guy Prakorn Hans Fan Boogersborn
1: Bookersorn Hans Fan
0: born <laughs> he was a fan of the band and he was actually at their house. That's a fancy way to say Booger. Yeah Booger was at the house helping uh Samong print t-shirts for their fucking band because he was a fan. So they were doing that. They have a baby in the house. His fucking wife was there with the baby. She put the kid to bed. The two dudes are there. She goes to the store. She comes back in an hour. And then, boom, fucking Samong is dead in a pool of his own blood. And in the fucking house, she finds a one-foot-long knife, which is a, it's black metal. So you know it's one of those like big combat or, or ceremonial knives or the ones with like brass knuckles on it.
1: You said Surrender to Divinity? Yeah. That's a good band, dude.
0: Yeah, no, they're good. I love the, uh, the, I think that one of their album names, I was laughing so hard at, at it earlier. It was like, uh, it was like, Nun Killing, Christ Beheading, Priest fucking Black Metal. <laughs> and that's just funny because Asians do shit like that and they just put all, all the extreme words together that they can and it's real cute. So, cute. <laughs> <laughs> the foot long knife was found and the fucking killer left the cell phone behind. Apparently, the guy fled. Uh, I think that. Authorities are of the general mind that at this point he's fucking killed himself. So the the killer um, he hit out; they couldn't find him, and so he took to Facebook. Uh, He was posted under this account, Merciful Meditation. They basically knew it was him, and uh, he fucking went ahead. And you can find all the pictures online if you want to of the body, him doing the crime, like all the wounds, like pretty good crime scene photography from this guy. And here is what he he wrote all types of crazy shit on Facebook, but here's what he wrote about the murder that he committed. I have intended to end my life since I was 25, because I'll die eventually. I wanted to drag down those who tarnish Satanism with me, but I refrain from killing women and children. In my view, I have more respect for devoted Buddhists, Christians, and Muslims than those who call themselves Satanists without knowing anything. About it. If I did not kill him, I'm sure he would have been murdered by somebody else later. Above all else, Satan is not a toy. Do not call yourself a Satanist if you do not believe in Satan. So,
1: Easy for him him to believe since he's like,
0: oh, Buddhists are cool, Christians are cool. Yeah, dingus. Um, Why don't you take that up with the uh, Levan Satanist then, pal, and just... Leave that poor guy alone. Is this guy Sounded still alive? Like this guy's a- still alive, right? No, nah, I think he killed himself, dude. I think that. Okay, uh, good. I think it's of general consensus that because he was missing for so long and the Facebook post stopped and shit like that, like he was never found by anybody again. So I th- think that the general word is that he's dead.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, the ideal thing to do is to kill yourself after that because you will live on
0: through satanical. Tol, tol, yeah.
1: You should stab yourself in well, listen guys. Yep. Don't do this. This is all just fucking pretend. Do do it. Stab yourself in the head. Do it. Bleed into a pussy. Do that's it that's already bleeding. Do it. Eat it while you're dying. Do it. Yeah. That's cool, dude. That's it are you Rob Zombie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You
0: oh, man. den den yen den 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 yen den 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 Again, what what I want to do with bringing black metal up is get people turned on to good black metal. Dissection yeah. is in my top five.
1: I mean, the, he, here's the thing about them: is they don't consider themselves black metal necessarily. Sure, they consider consider themselves melodic. Sure. death metal. Yeah. but and you know the riffs, man. Yeah,
0: they're ripping. They're doing a lot of. Uh, we were talking about this earlier on YouTube, so they didn't hear. It's a tutorial of eating pussy. They didn't, yeah, they didn't hear about it on the podcast. So here is a great way to eat pussy or ass, whichever you prefer. Now, what you want to do is use your mouth to make your favorite black metal riff and then just put it on a pussy or an ass. So you just... <laughs> and uh, they're playing those type of down-picked riffs, you know? Yeah. And, uh, There's some
1: up-downs going on. Up, yeah. The up downs is what makes yeah. you fucking squirt.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 you got to get, yeah, you got to yeah, move that clear around. It,
1: you got to wear a fucking, <laughs> like you're wearing
0: a raincoat, but then you're wearing a hat. Yeah. The rain hat. Well, anyway, whatever they are. Curious George style. Whatever they are, Dissection <laughs> is a hell of a band. I'll consider them black metal because they're in that scene. For sure. And you know what? I don't fucking care. You can call me a poser. That's fine. I don't give a fuck. Fine. Bro. But they're a great band. I love them. What happened with the whole thing is very unfortunate. So, this is another tale of murder and suicide and demonic possession and all types of ill shit. And we're going to wrap the uh, podcast down on this one. Thanks again for uh, being with us. And then, after this, I guess we'll give you a list of bands we think you should check out. For sure. And then, we're going to read you some um, decapitated lyrics. Or, not decapitated. Decapitated? Yeah, I don't know. Dissection? Dissect. It's deca- Dissection. Decapitated is in my brain because of that shit, dude. Because they fucking did some dumb shit. Yeah. Well, um. Allegedly. They made a statement, um, and, you know, all they said is like, I don't want to say that they did anything. Again, I gave my, we gave our stance on, fuck those guys. They're, uh, basically in this situation, given what, what I heard is that they're guilty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but what they said is like. Unless they are guilty. Well, I'm saying they're guilty. Probably okay. If they're innocent, then I'm fine to eat my words because that means nobody got raped and we can all go home happy. I oh, man, I hope not, dude. Uh, but yeah, they they put out a statement. If you're following that story, that uh, you know, decapitated. We said last week they got arrested for kidnapping and rape, and their their first statement was basically like these didn't happen, and they have the witnesses that can corroborate and prove it. So who knows. They're off my list for right now. Honestly, they were off my list for Kidnapping Meshuggah Riffs three albums ago. All right? So we can get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> anyway, Dissection. Uh, this guy. Um, why am I losing my train of thought? So basically, um, we got we, we uh, rip a Rippin, were they a four- or a five-piece band? For 4P? Four because uh, John plays guitar and sings, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you got uh, John Notavidit. Did I say that right? I don't know, dude. I, I have a hard time with the dots above the O. I'm fucking from America, dude. Yeah, yeah. I I'm going to fuck it up, dude. American mispronouncer. But yeah, John Notavidit is how I'm going to say it. We'll just call him John from now on. Um, He is the front man of the band. He's a fucking wild-ass dude. The first funny thing, and I tried to get the inside scoop on this and find out more info than I had before about his beef with Dave Mustaine. Yeah. And honestly, if you've been a fan of us for a while and you're watching our Facebook live feeds, we did a whole hour on this. Yeah, we did. Um, but you probably weren't. <laughs> so we'll just touch on it in this episode. If you really want to dive in deep uh, once we announce our Patreon program, you will be able to get our back episodes. So think about that in the future when we come out with the structure for it. So, um, he had beef with Dave Mustaine. Basically, what it seems to me like is the actual truth is that, um, well, okay, so, I'll t- I'll, t- I'll do the murder first, because it's going to fuck up. It's going to jump ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. The f- the first thing that happens, Dissection's going pretty good. I think that they had had three albums out when this happened. Two. Two albums out. Two. You correct me, because when you know They more, had a demo out before that, but really two two, so albums. two full-length albums. Okay. So, uh, we'll go to Keelers Park. That's uh, Swe- That's in Gothenburg, God- 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 Sweden. Uh, police, on June, July 23rd, 1997, police find the body of an unknown man. The man had been shot twice with a pistol, and he He was identified two days later as Josef Ben Madur, age 36. He was a homosexual and an Algerian national, and uh, he had been living in Sweden for a long time. Uh, the police spent apparently they did a real shit job at the crime scene. Uh, like, they couldn't put several pieces together. Like, the guy had some mysterious marks on him that they couldn't answer for. They left evidence behind, and it took them months to be able to figure out who did it. And when they made arrests, it was uh, John Ladevititit, and he was at the time 22. He was in, like I said, full swing, two hours with dissection, and a friend of his named Vlad. Who was an Iranian national that had been living in Sweden, uh, and once they had been arrested, they 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 um, confessed to the crime, and I got the confession. But here's the, here's one point I want to make up top is that a lot of people threw around that John was uh, racist and homophobic, well the, because the guy was gay and an Albanian national, and also the religion that he's dealing with, which I'm going to spend a little bit of time on here in a second. Um, some of that. Religion says things like keeping like your heritage pure, and like p- people like Varg can really take words like that and fuck shit up and and not take away the true meaning. Just like Christians can with their religion. I, I don't think he was. I don't. Man. Well, he, I mean, he, he he's hanging out with a fucking Iranian national yeah, right now. Sure, you know sure, what I'm saying? It's like sure. I mean, you you can be racist and have friends of other races. I'm sure, but uh, I mean. I'm not gonna only for the cool factor, yeah, I guess I, I'm not gonna peg this guy as a fucking racist. Um that's not gonna be my bag. You may find a contra- uh, opinion that differs from that. You may fucking take a shit on me on social media about it and all all those things are fine, but I'm not gonna say that uh, he was racist, you know, and not just because I like the band, I just think if he's hanging out with an Iranian national, you know, and apparently he had. Plenty of friends that were um, people of color. It just seems like a silly thing to pigeonhole him as. And that's an easy way to write off the crime, too. I think this whole thing was a complex situation. I think he just had mental trouble, you know. Um, So when they found the body, again, the police did a shit-ass job. Um, Apparently a 16-year-old boy discovered it, called police. The police determined the guy had been shot with a pistol. The first bullet hit him in the back. The second went through his heart. And, uh, or that was the first one went through his back, through his heart. And then the second one was fired to his head as he laid on the ground. So they shot him once he fell over and then finished him off execution style. Um, a bad, a bag and a head cap were recovered beside the body. There was no identification found on the corpse, but a female police officer recognized the man as someone who was often seen in the area of Svengelen square and who with his curled hair and sunglasses looked like Swedish singer Magnus Ugala. (laughs) Okay, <laughs> In the neighborhood, a shop attendant told police that the actual name of the victim was Yosef, and he was often in the company of a Finnish-looking man. Thanks to his testimony, the police were able to identify Yosef bin Madour, age 36. Like I said, he's an Algerian national. Been living in Sweden for about 10 years. He was gay, and uh, the Finnish-looking man apparently was his boyfriend that he had been seen around with. <laughs> So right off the top, they know he's got a boyfriend, and immediately police suspect it's the boyfriend, as police do. I guess the cap recovered near the body was the boyfriend's. The guy had no alibi, and the couple was known because they had frequent public arguments. Uh, After 12 days in custody, the boyfriend was released and cleared of all suspicion. And then investigators learned on the evening of the 22nd of July, Maduro had received the visit of militants of the GIA Algerian Islamic Organization. As Madur himself was known for his opposition to the GIA, the police considered the possibility of a political assassination. Other people were interrogated but leading to no breakthrough and the investigation the investigators soon realized they were headed in the wrong direction. So if you're a cop and you think that this guy has got a problem with like Iranian national government and they came all the fucking way to Sweden to assassinate him, I'm He's just some fucking gay dude that hangs out in a park. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're going in the wrong direction, you goddamn dumb cops. Don't get conspiracy theory, Jesus Christ. Well, here's the thing: you're a dude, whether you're
1: gay or not, you're just trying to fuck, dude. Yeah. So for you're sure. openly gay. Right. You're just trying to fucking yeah get throw fuck trying to have sex. John's then, a
0: good-looking guy. He's a little strong dude. He, good he, shape. Uh, he's like five fucking four. Yeah, he's short, but he's fucking stout. He's muscular uh so That's why they took two of them to kill him. <laughs> this this uh, 15th of December, 1997, a 23-year-old woman enters a police station in Stockholm, uh, which is the capital of Sweden. She wanted to file a complaint against her boyfriend, Vlad, the Iranian national. She accused him of beating her and threatening to kill her. She also told police officers that uh, Vlad had once confessed to her that um he was him and john had fucking been the guy that committed the murder in Keeler's Park uh, and, and um uh, apparently what vlad told her so police bring her in of course and she, vlad told her that um him and not uh, met madur in the street of goldenberg and invited him to follow them to Keeler's Park so him and john they run into the gay guy, invite him to come with them. And then there, they tried to immobilize him with a taser, which somehow did not succeed, which probably explains the weird three marks on his body. Probably if you're getting fucked done. in
1: the ass, I don't think a taser is going to work.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, man. You get a high pain threshold if you're getting hold. Uh, <laughs> Madura tried to run away, but Vlad shot him in the back with a pistol. And again, this is what Vlad told his girlfriend. Vlad shot him in the back with a pistol. While Madura was lying on the ground, Vlad handed the gun to Nadevidit, who shot... The second bullet into his head. The 23 year old woman also told police that she knew the whereabouts of the murder weapon. Alerted police investigators in Gothenburg that. Uh, ano- oh, Jesus Christ. Police investigators in Gothenburg could only acknowledge that observations made on the crime scene matched the woman's account of events. Vlad was arrested the same day at his home in Stockholm, Sweden. He was found carrying a loaded 9mm pistol. Nantavidit was apprehended in Goldenberg uh, three days later, 18th of December. And then when they first got brought in, of course, they were both denying involvement in Maduro's death. Um, and of course, you know, they kept him in jail and just tried to break down the probable cause. And then John was actually the first person to confess uh, what he said was the night of the, the 21st of July into the 22nd. Uh, they had been out drinking at various pubs and clubs in Gothenburg, him and Vlad, and two other friends, and in the early morning, the two friends headed back home, and then John and Vlad started roaming in the city center next to a park, which was locally known as a meeting place for gay men. They were accosted by the stranger, who at the sight of their clothes asked that they were Satanists, and told them that he wanted to learn about this cult. At first, John and Vlad tried to push back the unknown man, but he insisted, and that's how they came to know Madur. So the guy is just finds him in a park, sees their clothes, and just like someone would us like, oh you guys are in Satan or metal and trying to be a fucking old oh, cool conversation. The two friends eventually invited Maduro to follow them to John's house, and on the way there, Madur's behavior and speech made it clear he was a homosexual, which made John and Vlad feel angry and offended, of course, that he was trying to have sex with so these two fucking peaks of masculinity They couldn't deal with a man wanting to have sex with him. Once they reached John's house, uh, apparently Maduro was too scared to step in, so John and Vlad suggest they want to keep talking about Satanism in Keeler's Park. The three men go back towards the park, and then John ran into his apartment to grab the pistol and the taser. So John had him first. And then at the park, Vlad took the taser from John and tried unsuccessfully to immobilize him with the taser. Guy attempted to run away, but as a cape, is the skate was cut short when Vlad shoots him in the back and John says Vlad shot him in the head. And then, you know, they told John like, Hey, Vlad's got basically the story that is the exact opposite way. Um, he said that you were the guy that shot him twice. So both of them ratted on each other. And that came down to a jury deciding that they are both going to face the same charges. Um, I can't remember exactly how long they spent in prison, but again, they're in Sweden, so the prison's not too terrible. Uh, While he's in prison, he writes their final album. What's the name of that? Uh, Rain Chaos. Rain Chaos. And that's all about uh, anti-cosmic Satanism. Yeah. And so he was in the uh, MLO, which stands for? Misanthropic Luciferian Order. And that evolved into the Temple of the Black Light. Yep. And uh, there's not a ton about the MLO online, but I did find some pretty useful stuff from the Temple of the Black Light. I actually found, I guess what you would call their grimoire, like their Bible situation. Um, And so just to give you a synopsis of it, they actually have a pretty neat little write-up on the front page, which I can read to you. It says the uh, Temple of the Black Light, T-O-B-L, is an international temple dedicated to the current 218 and its anti-cosmic tradition of Luciferianism and Satanism. The temple is a manifesto of and expressed for the adversarial a cosmic forces of the nightside and represents a new wrathful form of Gnostic left-hand path. The tradition represented by the TOBL can best be described as the essence of anti-cosmic Gnosticism, Expressed through the sinister forms of traditional Diabloism. Great album. Within our tradition, the Dark Ones, gods and goddesses of Citra, Ahar, represent the anti archonic impulse of Deus abscondus and the manifested aspect of the second left emanation from the Ansoph. Thus, for us, Satan Lucifer is the first and highest manifestation of the black light and the opposer and destroyer of the cosmic prison and casual structures established by the tyrant Demurge. Demurge. Within the TOBL, many forms of magical systems are studied and practiced parallel to each other as it is our conviction that the keys that will unlock the prison gates of the cosmic archons are spread throughout many different esoteric traditions. Our main antimonium forms of spiritual practice that will lead the adept to Gnosis, hastening the revolution back towards the unbound fullness that was before the ordering of chaos and the fall into casualty. The high magical and spiritual practice within the TOBL is thus shaped in a way that will lead the initiate to a concrete and direct encounter with the divine within and without. The forms the most often used the, the forms most often used and focused upon within our ritual work are those. So it goes on to give their whole manifesto, but basically what they're getting at is that they're using Satanism to pulverize Western culture. And which has I, led through Christianity.
1: Uh, there's a member of the band Dissection that left, but Dissection just to study esoteric um, practices. Um, oh, they're serious about it. They're I mean. very serious <laughs> about it, man. And, and I don't discredit it. I I know they're serious. Anything like and, you know, we crack jokes, yeah, whatever. Sure. But like among most things, I'm very serious about about this practice. Is like, those guys
0: are not joking around. They're serious about it. Yeah, no, they really want to bring, uh, like, the end of days about. And and what, what we would say by, like, so even biblically, there's always a notion that apocalypse would end the world. But essentially, I think they feel that they have been bound up by, like, Christianity and all these religions have forced a world that should be chaotic and out of order and more in tune with this esoteric spiritual side of life and it's been jammed down your throats into this, like, workforce grind of seven days a week of producing goods and owning things. And uh, they're, they're trying to bring about the spiritual side where you wouldn't be living in a way that you're expected to adhere to laws or rules. You'd just be free to live the way you know is right. And uh, you don't need somebody to tell you what's right and wrong and slap your hands if you're not doing the right thing.
1: It's kind of like uh, anarchism.
0: In a way. Yeah. In a like way. True anarchism. True like, anarchism. There wouldn't be, like, when you think of anarchism just got such a bad name because people were like, oh, it would be insanity. Everyone would just be running around. Well, no, man, people are fucking good at the core. I mean, not necessarily even good, but you're not just going to be, like, killing everybody. You need shit and other people need shit, so you'll work together to, like, have a harmonious society.
1: And that, and you know, whenever you hear, like, uh, communism or yeah. socialism, right, that's the true meaning of it is that we all work together and that we do what we're supposed to yeah is that like okay it's not about this financial value of how much money i make or whatever it's so that we like maybe there's a there's a person that needs a house we we build a house we get together and we love each other whether or not we, we may agree on things that's what it is unless it is a, a f- yeah a fucking white value, oh, like a white power thing,
0: yeah, and this shit always gets twisted in that because it's easy to do We're dealing with extreme things, and that's an easy place to hide if you're a puss, if you're a big baby Nazi that's too afraid to do it on your own, you can invade something like this and twist the words up and use it for your agenda, yeah, anyway, um, so there's the murder, he gets out of prison, and then he he had written this entire album in prison, and it's all about this shit. And basically the path that he's on, if you read through this, uh, the temple, of the black lights, whole scenario, if you're like a practicing member of the church, you're, you're on the path of the dragon. Yeah. And so like, basically you're in goal. If it's so like, if you're a Christian, you want to like live a good life and believe in Jesus that he died on the cross for your sins. You want to die and go to heaven. Well, in this, if you live the right way, you can sacrifice yourself to Satan and reign as a Prince dragon in fucking hell and the cosmos forever for sure. So now I say that to say, this is that John did kill himself for sure. Now, did he sacrifice himself to become a dragon? Uh, I think John's the only person that can answer that
1: really. Now, from what I
0: understand, he had definite mental problems. I think anytime you're dealing with suicide, whether you allegedly sacrificed yourself to Satan or not, if you come to the end and suicide is the alternate route you choose for your life, uh, I mean, obviously you're dealing with something that you feel is too heavy to live through. He made a big deal about saying that he was in a happy place um, before he passed away. The Satan
1: kills himself when he's at a strong
0: point. Exactly. I mean, you're supposed, to be 30, you're supposed to be 33 years old at the prime of your life, physically and mentally. Which is a 33 degree of Freemasonry. Yeah, and that's when Jesus was killed allegedly as well didn't happen anyway um so he so john goes through this apparently he had a lot of other problems going on with his life relationships finances shit that everyone goes through so who knows that that was the cause or if he just really did sacrifice himself to become a satanic dragon off in the uh, cosmos there we'll never know uh we do know that he sent a letter to his um girlfriend and his dad i'm glad that those have never surfaced that's private shit so yeah. keep it inside um you know, I don't want to stick up for the guy if he was racist, but I just wanted to put it out there that I I I think he makes great music. From what I understand, I don't think he's racist. I think he's just fucking. Dissection. He, I think he's just extreme, dude. I think he's just a fucking extreme guy. I think that he had some mental problems and got caught up in this shit and took it way too far. Yeah. Uh, and so like I dissection
1: meant like listen, um, I've I've got a soft spot for that band. Um, uh, not necessarily the, the. I mean, yes, the last. The last record they put out musically it's not my shit, but the first two, oh yeah, is my shit. You should pull the lyrics up too. I, I mean, I've got them, but uh, like,
0: um, I, top five bands, dude. Death no, yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, they it, whatever genre that they're in, they're they're, they're, they're the not, upper echelon of that. They do their own thing. Like they don't really sound particularly like anybody, you know. They're not pussies, dude. No, nah, it's heavy. It's straightforward. It's heavy. It punches. It's to the point. It's got cold riffs. But dude. more, more than anything else, it's spiritual. Oh, spiritually, they went after it. I mean, if you identify with any type of dark, they're bad. Well, here, let me re- let me read this because, like, just to give you an idea of what the and this is shit that they're doing day to day. So they think they're unlocking these eleven gates, um, and they- and they believe in it. So they're going through all these chants and rituals. This is the invoke. The- there's an the invocation for 11 different gatekeepers basically this is the invocation of Sarath Sarath 666, O you who are the apocalyptic beast of fire I Chris, call out your name and invoke you O you under whose footsteps galaxies dissolve into ashes open wide the hidden and forbidden gates within the depths of my soul and tear asunder the shackles that bind the beast within! Sorath, O oh, you who are the mightiest spawn of the flaming seed of Asmodius and the evil lusts of our Armitris Nama, let your dreaded dawn of darkest sanction now commence and burn my soul with the raising cold heat of your satanic will and desire. Let your dissolving flames of the abyss consume all that is finite, and show this world of cosmic forms the horrifying face of the formless, limitless beast of infinite power. Let your essence within my inner flame now rise like the black sun of Citra Ara that dawns at night, and through my spirit take the majestic fifth throne of the Azothic power. Make myself as one with you, with my voice proclaim your By the strong anticipated and by the weak feared arrival, Prince Soreth, I invoke you. Rise up from the abyss with the fires of the wrathful chaos. Destroy, dissolve, and end the the prevalent rule of this cosmic eon. Now that's like some Tony Robbins Satanism right there. Yeah. It's strong and moving. I've
1: heard of 11 or I've heard of
0: 9. It's 11, for sure. I mean, I just read it off the thing a second ago. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, But yeah, I mean, this is like some strong take-down-the-world, Satan's-gonna-fucking-crush-this-cosmos shit. Yeah. And that's what he believed in, so, you know, to make it fun, let's just say... He really went all the way and sacrificed himself, and I hope that he's out there being some fucking kick-ass Satan dragon in the end of the spear. For sure. Read those lyrics, buddy. I'm going to read the lyrics. What's then. the name of the song he chose? Oh,
1: fuck, I forgot. Hold oh, on. Well,
0: open your phone, ya you bone. <laughs> this is that professional shit that you've come to expect here at Death Metal Dicks.
1: My phone is being stupid.
0: Cool. When I told you to get it ready. I need to do that. I did <laughs> have it ready. But he's going to have to put his glasses on his corkspane. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yo, Hey, you with the grim glasses of the guanoir. What's the name of the song? Say it to me.
1: Thorns of Crimson Death.
0: So we're going to read to you...
1: Destruction. Thorns of, of Crimson, Crimson Death. See, the plane's... Lie ghastly, silent as being frozen in time. A place in distress where evil still lies vigilant. enshrined. Years that passed and now centuries of forgotten seem the fallen ones. But the... Hold on. I'm fucking... I am hammered. (laughs) But on live the memories of the spirits battle a son's... Chorus, hear the choirs. Is it the wind that brought back the cries? Once forged in blood, tragedy, sharp where the thorns crimson death. Through the air again a voice whisper, and awake a now your eyes. For too long closed the slumber, but death didn't prove our demise. My ages, a dark we've sculptured as fragments of story and tales as we haunt and we endlessly capture and shrouded in the wind where whales. All right. That's my favorite section of death metal dicks where I got to hear
0: buddy read some shit. I'm not even going to read the rest of it because I just fucking. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it dude. Who cares? All right. That thus concludes. Or do we want to give some band recommendations? Yeah, for sure. Hold on. Let me pull it up, dude. Oh, well, I'll say listen to Dissection. Listen to uh, uh, Watain. Listen to Mayhem. Listen to Inquisition. Dude, I love Inquisition. Inquisition, they're anti-cosmic Satanists as well. And uh they're from fucking Columbia, and they've gotten hit with white power. They NSB live shit. I think
1: they live in California now yeah. or maybe uh it might be like Oregon. Seattle.
0: Yeah, I think it's a northwest shit.
1: It's somewhere around there but they're they they Oh, they rip. It's a two yeah.
0: piece. My god, are they good?
1: I want to recommend some several bands. Do we- um Basmu, uh B A S M U. They're fucking amazing, man. Uh you get on uh Fuck, man, Bandcamp. Yeah, they're they're great. Nightbringer, Nightbringer's awesome. Belfagor just released a new album. They're they're kind of well known. Um, Void Meditation Cults. Oh hell yeah, they're great. Cosmic Church, another great band. The great old ones that are very uh, H.P. Lovecraft influenced. Cultus as ghouls. They're kind of uh, oh, yeah. cool. battery cool. like early battery kind of shit. up, uh, man. Cool Ueda rules. They're so good. They're dude. riffing, dude. They're fucking bringing the riffs. So fucking good. The Ruins of Everest, their newest album, or his newest album, he's just one guy. It's,
0: uh, I like the Ruins of Eden-ass. Me too.
1: I like the Ruins <laughs> I like the Ruins of eden um Satorian Temple, which is uh yeah. Maxime Ticardi's, fucking one right. of his very like he's got a, I think he's got three butt metal projects. Okay. Among other things, he's a great artist. He cuts himself, paints mm-hmm. in blood. Mm-hmm. Um he's got a big cartel. I think it's under Harry Ante or Grimm, maybe. I'm big not a big cartel, huh? Yeah, he does. <laughs> but let me tell you guys, I've I've shit. gotten some artwork <laughs> from him. Um and he he's a very approachable guy. He's very nice. I mean, the mm-hmm. dude looks like a fucking... Friend of the show. I mean, he looks like a fucking French model. He looks like uh-huh. he's, wi- he's well-kempt. Like, that dude trims his Prince fucking Waltz. bush. Oh, yeah. I mean... You gotta trim that shit. There's not... Listen, there's not enough good things I can say about that guy. Um, mm-hmm. His artwork is very relevant to black metal. Yeah.
0: Um, no, you showed me. It shit stick. Uh, what else? He does do? portraits of... Uh, All right. What else you got?
1: That's it. That's the That's whole list. That's the
0: top 10. Hell yeah. We'll check all those bands out. That's your homework. Man, uh, it's been a powerful um, week for us. Six episodes, 10,000 listens. You guys are a tremendous stick with us. Uh, we'll be back to some death <laughs> balloon next week. We'll be getting some uh, true crimes. And this is what we like to do. We, we did a three park investigative series On black metal Uh, I like to do a couple of fun episodes in between And then we'll get into another heavy topic We like to investigate We like to take true crimes And compare them side by side With our favorite death metal songs It just so happens we spend a little bit of time in black metal territory cost some shit for it had some beef with the giant podcast that we love for it. It's been a hell of a ride in I don't black even metal.
1: Know if it, I don't even know if it's really beef.
0: Eh, I wouldn't call it. Whatever. I'm just saying, we had a hell of a ride with black metal. But but foremost and foremost for all, leave us a five-star review. Roast oh, us. Oh, man, yeah. I want you guys. That'll help us so much. I
1: want somebody to win this. Do a good job. Roast us. We're yeah. fat pieces of fucking shit. that. The Worship of the Devil?
0: Yeah, we'll put a picture of this thing up online for anyone not watching the uh, YouTube stream. We'll get a picture of our corpse painting and all this shit before we take off out of here. Uh, Worship Satan. Anti-cosmic Satanism. I think it's a lot of fun. It's it is. a real positive approach. At the end of the day, you're just going to sit in your room and scream at some fucking demons about being strong. And that's good for everybody, all and right? come. You're going to come. Oh, come so much. Draw all a right, sigil. guys. Draw sigils. Hail, sigil. come. Draw sigil. sigils. Sit